veils as confirmation that the miracle was only a mirage. Some are already anticipating such a conclusion. California's economy is improving and its budget is finally balanced, wrote the New Yorker's Vohini Vara recently. These changes happen to come as Texas, the nation's biggest oil-producing state by far, is grappling with a collapse in oil prices. It was an odd comparison. Texas has a balanced budget amendment, and California's economy has plenty of room for improvement. The New York Times' Paul Krugman wondered how the oil price drop would affect major oil-producing states. The big losers will be in the Dakotas and Nebraska, but that whole region has a population not much bigger than that of Brooklyn. The big enchilada is Texas, so how big a deal will the oil slump be there? Plenty of Texans have been quietly asking themselves the same question in varying degrees of panic. So let's ask it out loud. Is the sun finally setting on the Texas miracle? Recent history suggests that the answer is no. The trauma of the 1980s looms large in memory, but we have a more current example of what happens to Texas when oil prices fall. In June 2008, oil was trading at an all-time high of $133.88 a barrel. By December of that year, the price had collapsed by about two-thirds to about $41 a barrel. That decline was even more dramatic than the price drop between June and December of 2014. I was a Texas-based journalist during both slumps, but I don't remember hearing much discussion about the one in 2008. This absence of attention might have been due to the number of concurrent dramas playing out that year, the housing crisis, the Wall Street meltdown, Hurricane Ike, and the presidential election. In retrospect, we can say that the price drop didn't have catastrophic effects. At the time, we could have predicted as much if we had been paying more attention. Why could we have predicted it? The simple answer is that Texas has changed over the past few decades. In 1980, the state had about 15 million people. Today, it has some 27 million. The economy has grown accordingly and diversified substantially over that time. Back then, Texas could be summarized as oil, land, cattle, and NASA. Today, as a result of NAFTA, globalization, technological change, and limited but reasonably effective government, we have all of that plus a lot more. Manufacturing, trade, medicine, finance, cybersecurity, Aggies doing cutting-edge vaccine research, and Elon Musk launching rockets in Brownsville, of all places. In short, Texas is no longer nearly as dependent on oil and gas as it once was. In the 1980s, oil taxes accounted for about 20% of the state's collections. Nowadays, the figure has dropped to about 6%. In the 1980s, about 5% of Texas's workforce was in oil and gas. By the 2000s, the figure had dropped to about 2%. Because oil and gas production is capital-intensive rather than labor-intensive, the industry's vicissitudes have a greater effect on output than on employment. But oil now accounts for much less of Texas's output, too. According to analysis from the Dallas Fed, oil and gas make up about 11% of Texas's GDP, compared with 18% in 1981. It's worth adding the qualification that, in 2008, oil prices rebounded relatively quickly. That may not be the case this time, as OPEC is maintaining high production levels despite the low prices— after six months of falling prices, however, Texas is hanging in there. 
In some ways, Texas has actually been coming out ahead so far because cheap energy helps the rest of its economy. On January 12th, the state's new controller, Glenn Hegar, projected that the state will collect $110 billion in taxes and revenues available for general spending over the next two-year period, compared with about $95 billion during the previous one. The explanation is that, although oil tax collections are dropping, they are being offset by sales tax receipts. Over the coming year, low prices may dampen oil and gas production, in which case Texas will see more layoffs in the industry. These will have some ripple effects throughout the economy, and the impact will be quickly felt in the parts of the state where oil predominates, such as Midland and the Eagle Ford Shale Formation. And if low prices persist, the effects will become broader. Nonetheless, cheap oil will continue to encourage consumer spending and should stimulate sectors such as manufacturing. In a well-diversified economy, volatility...